When you're down in your luck, you're lost in the muck, and your team is running last, just grab a beer, sit down and cheer for the cause of the Void Podcast. Okay, hello everyone, um, this is Jimmy speaking. Um, this is future of Jimmy speaking, uh, by the way, so a few months from when this was recorded. Um, and... Just, just wanted to, just wanted to say this, this, this podcast will be um, uploaded fortnightly, so every second Thursday. So, um, if you look at whatever the date is, this is being um, uploaded two weeks from that date. Next up, ne- next upload. So get excited, get around it. Um, and if you also, if you have any, um, any, any concerns, any questions, or any feedback at all, please. Um, Message me if you know me, or if you don't know me, uh, jimmy99berry at gmail.com, okay? So get around me, get around the show, and uh, get around episode two of the podcast, so enjoy. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to episode two of Calls to the Void, of Calls <laughs> of the Void, <laughs> Balls, get, roll with it, Calls of the Void with Jimmy and Adrian. I, I'm Jimmy, Ad- I'm Jimmy, by the way. Oh, thanks for interrupting. <laughs> well, I'm okay. the first, Yo, I'm Jimmy, then Adrian, it's not Adrian and Jimmy, it's Jimmy and Adrian, thank you very much. Oh, well, sorry, sir. <laughs> All right, this particular episode is going to be more about examining particular comedians and their styles of comedy. And mm. we're going to start with the question, what makes a great comedian? Mm. So, Jimmy, yeah. give us your thoughts. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Adrian. Well, what makes a great comedian? What makes great comedy, really? I mean, there, there can be, um, like, it doesn't have to necessarily narrow down to, you know, stand-up comedians or comedians, you know, in movies or, or, or such, you know. They can be people that are funny that aren't necessarily comedians. Um, what makes what, what makes a great comedian? They have to be, they have to be funny at the, at the, at the start. Um, you know, you can't be a good comedian without being funny. But at the same time, it's not all about the laughs, you know what I mean? Um, it can be all about the laughs. It depends who who you are, what your what your um, what your forte is, I guess. Um, if okay. that's the right is that, if that's the right word, which I don't think it is. It is it, maybe it I works. Think so. I think it works. It works. But um, yeah, but yeah, they, 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 there are great comedians out there. Some of the best comedians. Um, it's not, you know, there might be a laugh, then there might be a boo. You know, there might be a laugh, then there might be a oh. You know what I mean? They might. It's. It's not. Sorry. Can you make that noise again? <laughs> oh. <laughs> but yeah. But some some of the great comedians. So I got that. I got that example from um, from Kevin Hart. I, I listened to Kevin Hart the other day in a podcast um, with Joe Rogan, and he said that um, yeah, he, he likes a laugh, and then he might like a like a boo. It's it's not it's not laugh laugh laugh. You know what I mean? But there are there are comedians. Okay. Yeah. But there are comedians that um, that are all about the laughs. Are they necessarily the, the greatest ones? No. They can be. I don't know. What do you think, Adrian? Fair enough. Well, you said, you said something comparing comedians to comedy, but I think they're two different things. There's comedy, which is something that is funny, but then if the person telling it can't make it funny, mm. then it won't be. Mm. Or you could say something that is not funny, but because the way the person said it, yeah. you can laugh at it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's mostly not so much. Oh, well, obviously it is, but 
there is not it's not entirely about content but as much as style delivery timing yeah of course you know like yeah. some some comedians are funny because they can deliver deadpan sarcastic yeah com- completely serious looking and just say the most horrific things <laughs> yeah while others are laughing and smiling along with the audience it's yeah you know yeah. a bit more lighthearted, we'll say yeah they don't even need it's, to say anything it can't you know comedy as, as you said going back to the the old days in the previous co- podcast um it can be just you know acting it out like like the three stooges or of course. You know what I mean? Or the, the monkeys. Course, but in, the t- <laughs> in terms of stand-up, though, it's mostly about just the one person displaying themselves to the audience. Yeah. Mm, yeah. And they stand around. Yeah. But, but com- man, comedy yeah, isn't just seen in stand-up, though. In fact... Of course not. M- in but fact, most probably most people listening to this have been exposed to comedy in... You know, f- film, TV, TV series. That's the most course, common form but, of comedy. But if we're talking about comedians, yeah. specifically what makes a great comedian, oh, okay. not, not yeah. what makes great comedy, yeah, yeah, yeah. then it depends on how the comedian handles themselves yeah, that's right. in delivering their comedy, no matter what kind of comedy it might be. Mm, mm, yeah. Could you give us a few examples, Jimmy? <laughs> so we've, we've thought about it. Um, I've thought of, I've pondered it for years. No, maybe not years, but I've, you know, a good good twenty minutes or so. Um, what my top five favorite comedians are? They're not necessarily stand up comedians, although you know that I think yeah, I think right. true I think true comedians are stand up uh, oh, comedians. You, you Would you might, say that you could call it the highest form of comedy? Yeah, maybe that's I, where everyone that's where everyone I, starts. I don't know that I entirely agree, but I get where you're coming from. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I I I, th- I think it's the probably the truest form of comedy. Just uh, one one man or woman in front of a bunch of people telling <laughs> jokes. Yeah. Again, I get it, but I don't know if I entirely agree. Yeah. Any anything that makes people laugh. Yeah, that's is true yeah. comedy. Yeah, I guess that doesn't. Is. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. And um, starting off, well, starting off with five or one. What do you reckon? You know what? It's more suspense if you start from the bottom and work your way up to the top. <laughs> okay, we'll start with five. I don't know what to expect. <laughs> yes. Number five for me is Will Ferrell. He is... I don't know if he's even done any stand-up comedy. I don't know either, but um, we, we all know his movies. Yeah, absolutely yeah. brilliant in um, The Anchorman, the, the Anchorman Step, Brothers. Step Brothers. They're, they're two of my yeah. favourites. Um, then there's he's, you know Talladega Nights, which I... Is, I don't feel like he's one of his yeah. better ones, but long, long before either of those two, he was in uh, Saturday Night Live. Yeah, he did the skits, the like skits, Night yeah. at the Roxbury with was it J- Jim Carrey? Yeah, and Chris Kattan, I think was his okay. Name. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. I don't know. He kind of fell off after that. While the other two got more, <laughs> yeah. Popular, but, yeah, yeah. But Will Ferrell to me, um, he just. He just knows how to make people laugh. Like, the way that... Like, his characters are pretty much the same in every movie, but it's yeah, that... Yeah, they're all goofy morons. Yeah. That's his comedy. That's his that comedy. Is. And it just... I just get it, you know? Like, he just... Yeah. <laughs> he just... I don't, I don't know how to explain it. Um, I don't think anyone... I don't, do, you, do you think anyone could not like Will Ferrell as a, as a comedic actor? Like, he, he just... <laughs> Well, my mother called him one of the biggest morons on the planet oh, okay. after watching Step Brothers. <laughs> but my mother had no case. sense of humor, so <laughs> yeah. you know, we can discount her. Yeah, but yeah. 
What do you think? I think, I think it's more comedy for guys in a way. Mm. You know, you laugh at it's like, yeah, I've done dumb dumb shit like that yeah. too. Yeah, you know, yeah. or yeah, it's it's relatable in the sense like. You know, he's just playing a goof. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he does a damn good job he at it. He does it really well. He's a very, yes. very good comedic Anchorman actor. Anchorman remains one of my favorite comedic movies. Yeah, but yeah. Specifically, you know, slapstick comedy. Kind of more... Yeah. Uh, I'd say more, well, not really slapstick, that's not the word. More... I don't know. It's difficult to it is dis- to difficult categorize to, to describe. Yeah, it's it's because it is, it is very different it's to a, whatever, what I've seen. It's a lot of different things, but... I would say that it's more along the lines of comedy that anyone could laugh at. Yeah. Right. It's goofy. You don't have to be a genius to understand the jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just like, hey, it tastes like Bigfoot penis or something. (laughs) It it smells like Bigfoot's dick. (laughs) Something like that. Yeah. Was that an... I think... think, Oh, I don't know. Oh, no, yeah. It's like... It's very pungent. Yeah. Smells like a... No, it smells like a, a baby... Di- like a diaper with is had Indian food or something. I don't know. I don't know. Something like. But it, it's, it's. I don't know. He does it very well. We're, we're going to the next yeah. one. I th- he's yeah, my okay. F- yours. Yeah. Yes. Oh well. No. You're. 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 Yeah. You're, you're number five. Do- or my turn. Oh, we're doing. I thought we were going to do like. Oh, All right. No, you're, you're number five. It might, it might make sense. Yeah. Okay. My number five is Eddie Murphy. Yes. Just because Eddie Murphy got up got up there, and no matter what he said, it was funny. Yeah. You know, even though we talked about how, you know, his gay jokes didn't age that well. Yep. We, it, did, we did talk about that. We did talk yes, about okay, that. And although they didn't age, they haven't aged very well. In the, the rest age, of it did. Yeah, the rest There's of it did. some of it that is timeless, like when he's in the bathtub. We're, we're talking about Delirious here. Yeah, sorry, Delirious. Yeah. He's in the bathtub with his brother. And he just shoves a GI Joe <laughs> up his ass. <laughs> just playing. Yeah, it's just his, his stand up. His two sta- for those who haven't haven't watched it. His two stand ups are just they're just they're so indescribably indescribably good. Like his timing is so good. It's his what he's saying is just so relatable as well. Um, and well, and also this is he's my fourth. Is my fourth favorite. So yeah, <laughs> we don't need to. We'll jump ahead to three, four. No, well, but but let's keep on keep on Eddie Murphy. But he, I'm just saying that he's my he's my next pick anyway. So I don't. So I didn't need to steal the. But he's just on stage. He he just has such a presence. He made it very natural. Yeah, you know, he didn't feel like he was a guy getting up on a stage in front of hundreds or thousands. No. He he was just a dude telling a story, mm. and you know it would have been. It felt like it would have been the same if he was just talking to one person sitting in, and the, all the rest of the seats are empty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but they would have been laughing all the same. Yeah, that's right. And obviously, yeah. Eddie has done a lot of um, comedic films. However, yeah. uh, for, for me, um, I don't think that I could put him up there with Will Ferrell as a comedic actor. Um, his no. his no. movies aren't. Him, he, his acting is very good, but it's not anywhere near Will Ferrell. No, I, I, I wouldn't put him in the same category. But you still placed him above Will Ferrell on your. No, race. but that's but that's as a stand-up comedian. Right. Yeah. Yes. Object. Yeah. Okay. Just just as a stand-up say, comedian. Honorable mention that Eddie Murphy was willing to make fun of Bill Cosby <laughs> in in the eighties. Yeah, he was the like the most beloved person in America, <laughs> and the way he would mock the way Bill would talk because th- this guy like now we know 
about Bill Cosby. But yeah. Back then, apparently, he had the audacity to call up Eddie Murphy and, you know, shame him for swearing. <laughs> yeah, for swearing in his show. He's like, I don't fucking swear. What do you want about? <laughs> what the fuck you want about? <laughs> He's like, my little son. And he called me up and he said, ooh, daddy. Yeah. And, and that's a good example. He, he did that. He did that in one of his stand-up, stand-up in, in, in Raw. And he actually, um, his acting skills as a stand-up comedian were very, very good. Like he Murphy. actually got up there, yeah. Oh, Cosby. No, Murphy. Yeah. He, 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 Murphy. He imitated Bill Cosby yeah. on stage, and that and that then, took a lot of acting skills, and it was very, very well done. Then Richard Pryor as well. He imitated Richard Pryor in that <laughs> yeah. same skit. Yeah, yeah. Well, well how did it go? Uh, he, he basically said, you know, he told Bill Cosby to suck his dick or something, <laughs> and then he told Richard Pryor about it. He's like, next time he called, tell him to suck my dick. <laughs> yeah. Speaking right. of, my number yeah. four is Richard Pryor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good little segue there. <laughs> well, I, I personally haven't seen a lot of Richard Richard yeah. Pryor, but I do know that he basically was the catalyst for a lot of modern comedy. He was He's an he, inspiration for a lot of guys. Yeah, yeah, including Eddie Murphy. I was watching. Um, I was watching a documentary or interview with Eddie Murphy um, the other day, and just he, be careful. He might go on for a while. <laughs> yeah. And Eddie said that you know the stuff that I was talking about. That's just an, that's just a you know expansion of Richard Pryor. Like yeah. he was doing. Richard, he grew up watching Richard Pryor, and he inspired him so much that without Richard Pryor, he wouldn't be Eddie. Wouldn't be the person that he was today. So that's how inspirational Richard was for for not only Eddie but a lot of a lot of comedians and really. Yeah modern comedy he had the same sort of fluid style you know like he never missed a beat in his comedy even when he paused it was perfectly timed or planned you Mm. know he was just brilliant at delivering the joke it also helps that both Pryor and Murphy they have very distinctive voices Mm. and they you know you you hear them and you don't have to see it you'd be like that's Eddie Murphy that's Richard Pryor (laughs) you know yeah they they're they're very good at what they do oh absolutely Yeah. yeah yeah Um, Pryor especially, you know, he took it to darker places sometimes, mm-hmm. especially his earlier stuff because he, he had a pretty rough life, oh, yeah. rough childhood yeah, especially. Yeah, documentary. You know. Yeah. But, you know, he could he laughed at it and that was how he coped, mm. which... And, th- and that, that brings the point, is, um, you know, co- a, lot of, a lot of comedians are quite damaged in a way. Sure. But they, they, oh well, not all of them, but a lot of them do struggle with things like depression and, you know, have bad upbringings. But that's why they're comedians. No, yeah. you know what I mean. Like they, they, they kind of, they, they use it as a way yeah. to 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 cope with it, and they, and you know, you know, as a, a perfect example would be. Um, Ah, oh, what is? Oh, well, uh, <laughs> this is coming out in the edit, baby. No, uh, okay. okay <laughs> what's that, his name? That part is. <laughs> yeah. God, what's his? What, no, what's his name? The guy, um, the, Robin Williams. How Robin how, Williams. how could I possibly draw a blank on Robin Williams? But no, these pe- these people that they they grow they either grow up in a damaged environment or they they struggle with depression. Jim Jeffries has depression. Yeah. A lot of people. And they just use it as a way to um, to make people laugh. It's the easiest way to deal with the world. You just laugh at it. Yeah. It's all a joke. Yeah. So why not? Yeah, bloody oath. 
Um, moving on to the to the next, my 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 third favorite comedian um, is Sam Campbell. If you're listening, which he definitely isn't, but <laughs> I don't even know who that is. Nobody, yeah. So he's a he's an Australian comedian in uh, based in Sydney, and he uh, last year went to the Melbourne Comedy Festival and won the Barry Award, which is the um, best best uh, the highest award you can get at the Melbourne Comedy Festival. Melbourne Comedy Festival also is the um, the, the the best festival in Australia. It's the, what all the best comedians go to every yeah. year. He won the best like the best in show, pretty much. And I saw his show, and it was bloody amazing. It was, and he's he's the kind of comedian that um, that just wants to make you laugh. It's not it's not smart. I mean, it's he, he's a smart like that. You know, he's he's a very yes. smart man, obviously, because he can construct comedy in a way that makes people piss themselves laughing. But the, what he says isn't at all intelligent things. It's just kind of dumb stuff. But. The way that he says it, like it, it's it's all about the timing and it's all about the way that he constructs himself. You know what I mean? The presence yeah. that he has on stage, and it's just phenomenal. Um, you can watch a few of his YouTube videos. He's only got three on YouTube, but um, it's it's absolutely it's 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 quite amazing. I went to um, see him for the first time uh, this time last year with my family at the Sydney Comedy Festival. And he only did a ten minute bit because, um, like, it was a, it was there was five comedians, ten minutes each, and I was pissing myself laughing. But some of my family members and about half of the crowd actually didn't get didn't get it at all. Like, it was too <laughs> dumb, and it just didn't make sense to them. Which okay. kind of yeah? Which no, kind of no. I understand. It's just yeah yeah. But that kind of brings up like that comedy isn't some some comedy just people don't get or people just don't like sure but it can be just so good for others like the easiest example for that would be dark comedy yeah you know yeah i guess that black would be humor right. gallows humor mm, mm. but yeah that's yeah. sam campbell so give him a somewhat, watch please yeah. <laughs> somewhat brings me to my number three in a way uh it's a group but it's monty python yeah the yeah, I don't even know how to start. <laughs> you know, all of these were so were such inspirations, but Monty Python took it to so many different levels in so many different ways. Mm. Like how absurd yeah. some of their comedy was. Yeah, you know, it was just so inconceivably impossible. Yeah, or I hesitate to say dumb because they they were they're brilliant. Yeah, but. Yeah, they just the the way they they handled themselves. Yeah, and the way how they made fun of everyone and everything, mm. particularly Life of Brian. Yeah, <laughs> one of my favorites it, personally. It did it did not mock Jesus as so many at the time at least thought, but it mocked people who blindly followed mm. without having to actually think about it. Because instead of actually following Jesus, they just follow some nobody, <laughs> Brian. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's yeah. very, very... Holy Grail, how yeah. they make fun of, you know, like Arthurian legends. Yeah. Or this idea of medieval chivalry. Yeah. Like, they make Sir Lancelot a bloodthirsty killer. <laughs> then, oh, sorry, just one more. What was it? Meaning of life. Yeah. Makes fun of, life. Yeah. How good. <laughs> Every sperm is sacred. <laughs> yeah, and, and that, that's... That makes most of us mass murderers. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Yeah, and I guess Monty Python is an example of 
comedy that doesn't necessarily want laugh, 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 laugh. They want to make yeah. you think about why you're laughing. Of course. You laugh and then you think about why. Yeah. yeah. That's right. And it, it kind yeah. of... It, then, oh, sorry. Yeah. Big fan. <laughs> and there's, there's things that make you think, like Life of Brian or Meaning of Life, but then there's also just, you know, say the dead parrot sketch yeah. or the Hungarian with his bad... Translation book yeah. saying my hovercraft is full of eels. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. not just laugh, laugh, laugh. Kind that's of stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But they could intersperse it, and even then, when it's not meant to make you think, it's still so brilliantly and intelligently designed and crafted to just be hilarious. Yeah, yeah. They've, yeah. they've done well. They've done well for themselves. <laughs> Absolutely. Very impressive. Um, so my second pick is Sasha Baron Cohen. Um, <laughs> Please don't do a Borat impression. Well, no. He's nice. I like. <laughs> I like a you. I like a sex. He's nice. <laughs> oh god, silence. <laughs> I feel like I'm being held hostage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So as you, if, if for those who don't know Sacha Baron Cohen, he is the voice of Borat. Who doesn't know Sacha Baron? No, well right? they'll know him. You know, Borat, Ali yeah. G, Bruno, the, the dictator. dictator. Yeah. So. He was is an absolute masterclass. That man, uh, <laughs> the guts that he has to make fun of in, an entire country <laughs> of Kazakhstan in Borat. I don't think he made fun of Kazakhstan. He just chose Kazakhstan because nobody in the West pretty much knows anything about <laughs> Kazakhstan. No, but so, he did make he was, fun of the entire country. <laughs> it was more making fun of how little we know about those kinds of countries. Oh, yeah, yeah. He did. He did he, yeah, man, that was the main... It's more like, how many people do you think might have actually believed the things he said about <laughs> Kazakhstan <laughs> just because they don't know about it? It's a, it's a very large yeah. country yeah. right next to Russia yeah. and... No one knows anything about it. Most people only know about it because of Borat. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> I think that's what he was trying to bring to yeah. attention. Yeah. And and the funny thing about Borat is that the, the movie um and also the, in in previous editions in the Allergy show in the in the early 2000s and I think late 90s as well. Um a lot of the stuff that like a lot of the scenes in it were actually like they're real people that he went up to. Oh yeah, <laughs> like it. They believed it. <laughs> they believed every lie. Like every lie. It was. It was. It was amazing. Um, if you haven't seen it, please. He had to stop using Borat because too many people recognized him. Yeah. After it got popular, so he can't do Borat anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but that it's yeah, it's quite amazing. Just going up to people on the street and acting as when, a maniac from Kazakhstan. When he managed to get a bar in America to sing "Throw the Jew Down the Well," <laughs> and they're all real people just singing along. Yeah. Throw the Jew. It's so ridiculous. It's so funny. Please watch it. <laughs> All right, Adrian. All right. You've got so tie, my, tie for first. Mine were tied, but I'm going to do one at a time in no particular order. Yeah. Because they're both brilliant and they're quite similar yep. as well. But they do differ largely on yep. a s- certain line. I'll go with number two. I'll say George Carlin. Mm-hmm. George Carlin, for anyone who doesn't know George Carlin, he had been doing comedy since the 70s right up until he died in 2008, yeah. I think it was. Yeah, and he, so did, he largely, didn't get worse either. No, absolutely not. He just he played the part of a bitter, angry, cynical guy. <laughs> Much and like then, yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like, you're here to laugh and, you know, be cheery and chatty. I'm here to sit and be sarcastic. <laughs> yeah. 
But Colin, essentially, he just grew into it mm. more and more with every every single joke. You know, he, like, list of people who ought to be killed. Yep. You know, he's like, the suicidal, just throw him off a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he's one of the people that really was really influential in, in um, particularly the offensive movement. Like, he, he yes. did the... He was famous... Nobody should be not allowed to say something or should be silenced for saying something. Yeah. Much the same way he said that... Um, wait, damn it, I lost where I was going. <laughs> Cut that bit out in the <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, but um, he, he as as brought up in the in the previous podcast, he he in the in the previous com- comedy podcast that is, mm-hmm. it, I don't know what order we're releasing. There's this. only two of these today. <laughs> yeah, but uh, he he was famous for the seven dirty words routine. I don't know yeah. what were the. Do you remember can, the seven dirty words? I do, but I don't think one of them I can say in the context <laughs> of, this, of this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Cock shit, fuck asshole, motherfucker. It was... Yeah. I'm ashamed I can't remember, but it was any kind of combination of those words plus a certain word that starts with C. (laughs) uh, Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure you could say, I don't know. We'll we'll find out later. Well, they already know what it is. (laughs) We know what it is. But, yeah, and he, he... at the time, it would have been very. It would have been very shock. Like people would have been oh, in yeah, shock. Of course, they laughed because you know they didn't know how to react. That someone had just said all those words in unison. Yeah, this was in the seventies, by the way. It was seventy two. Seventy two. Not long after Lenny Bruce. Yeah. Uh, uh, relative, eight, eight years after. Relatively not long after Lenny Bruce was arrested for saying cocksucker. Yeah. 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 But Carlin, what is especially great about Carlin is that he was relentless in pointing out how dumb, stupid, or, you know, just how far society has fallen mm. or just how we do things without even thinking about them. But when you finally do, they're idiotic. Yeah. You know, like, there's the anti-vaccine movement. <laughs> Pointing out how stupid religion, we all are. <laughs> religion. He really liked to rip on religion. Yeah. Um, ex- you know, patriots to the point where it's just dumb. Yeah. Particularly Americans, as he was American himself. Yeah. Uh, excessive fear over terrorism, the way, you know, aeroplane security is just insane now. Yeah. yeah you can't yeah. take a bottle of water on. You have to take your shoes off. Sometimes you have to strip down. It's yeah. it's insane. Yeah. And yeah. he just did not hold back. Yeah. Ever. An absolute animal. And <laughs> all, yeah. And there was always a point to it. <laughs> yeah. Around the time he was saying that people who... <laughs> how pathetic... People are who put bumper stickers on their cars that say we are the proud parents of a, you know, like a, a uh, kindergarten graduate. graduate yeah. or, <laughs> it doesn't matter what kind of school, just any kind of graduate is yeah. like you're living off the achievements of your children. How <laughs> fucking sad is that? <laughs> yeah. What an animal! What an animal! So my favorite comedian is I've put a put a put some thought into it. Larry David. Larry right. David of Curb Your Enthusiasm and Seinfeld yes, fame. Yes, that is. So he please explain. Yeah, so he wrote um, Seinfeld. He wasn't. He, he made a, an appearance in it every so often, but he was. He was him and Jerry Seinfeld were the two writers, well, main writers of Seinfeld. And Seinfeld is one of my one of my all time favorites. So he just mm-hmm. did so well. However, he also continued straight after Seinfeld with Curb Your Enthusiasm. Um, not as obviously not even close to as popular as, as Seinfeld, 
but and it's still going today, even though he's like seventy years old. <laughs> and and how sign, how Kirby enthusiasm is um, is written. He actually he, he kind of writes the scripts, but it's written very loosely. It's about a quarter or a third as long the scripts as the Seinfeld episode. And what he does, he actually improvises. So he it is mostly improv. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he he just writes the general sketch of the of the shows and he just imp- improvises and he's so good at it. <laughs> like <laughs> it's amazing. He's not it really only is. Yeah, he's not only great at writing, but he's great at acting and improvising like that's that on the spot wit yeah. we all wish we had. Yeah. But you know, if we all had it, it wouldn't be as funny. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's yeah. that 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 is just yeah. That yeah. it's so quick and fast and just great yeah. all together is what makes it so good. Yeah. He's yeah. the he's the ultimate comedian. However, <laughs> he started as a stand up comedian and it, 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 it yeah, it didn't Bombed. yeah, it didn't yeah. work for him. Not not a stand up comedian not a stand up comedian, but um he is one of the all time greats and he's my favourite. So yeah. Yeah. As a side note, because he's so closely intertwined with Seinfeld, yeah. I found that Seinfeld is, you know, he can do comedic acting on like tv shows and also stand up yeah. equally well yeah he he literally merged the two in his show yeah that's yeah the first yeah. time that's happened yeah that's and he did really yeah. well he's not on the list but he's definitely up there jerry no he's not on either of our lists but definitely an honorable mention seinfeld, <laughs> yeah. seinfeld who made a big deal about yeah. being inspired by bill cosby yeah 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 i think they're both clean aren't they they don't curse on their shows uh no jerry doesn't Although he doesn't, yeah. Cosby didn't. No, nah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, fuck him. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So you know, can I talk about mine now? Yeah, of Are course. Yeah. So he tied with Carlin, but just because, you know, I think only because he made me think more than Carlin did. Not necessarily laugh more, but mm. because he definitely made me think more. I'm going to put as my very final best yep. comedian ever, Bill Hicks. Bill Hicks. What Bill an animal. Hicks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the brilliant Bill Hicks. So it, they're pretty much the same, dark, bitter, very cynical. similar comedians. Yes. I'm sure that I'm sure uh, Bill was inspired by George Carlin. Yeah, absolutely. Because Bill was around in the the late '80s, early '90s, yep. and then Carlin was around way before then. So yeah. it's easy. It's easy to imagine. Fortunately, Bill Hicks, died in '94. Unfortunately, yeah. yes, he had cancer. He never got treatment for it. He just kept performing. Wow. And then one day, just passed <laughs> on. It's crazy. Yeah, but you know he. He was a lot more self-deprecating than Carlin. Mm. You know, he made fun of everyone and himself, which definitely, yeah. it put him more on the level of the audience. Yeah, that, more relatable. You know, yeah. You know, turn the gun on himself, so to speak. Yeah. To but be honest, Hicks, I found Hicks, when I first started watching him, a little bit arrogant. Oh, yeah. I totally yeah. imagine how that can come across as, yeah. because he, yeah, everyone's stupid but me kind of yeah, thing. Even though he never of, actually says that. No, it's definitely you know, pretty but, much what his... What his comedy is about? Not necessarily. Everyone's stupid, myself included. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. It's just harder to to get that message if you don't watch excessive amounts of him, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that's you right. Know? And I st- and I started, Listen. I pushed through and watched it, and he, yeah, he, I, he's definitely turned to me. He's yeah. one of my favorite favorites now as well. Actually, he's, not the top five, but he's up there. He's definitely, yeah. he's probably in the top ten. Um, yeah. yeah. Definitely watch some of his stuff. Hicks got a lot of his inspiration from doing massive amounts of drugs. Yes. Yeah, psychedelics in particular. <laughs> yeah, he's alcoholic but, for a while, but actually oh probably yes. um, took away from his his brilliance. 
um, in the in the mid eighties before he yes. was so good. He had an alcohol problem, but yeah. But then, but then when he when then he was clean from alcohol, he started. Yeah, I think it was the whole thing well. about going through alcoholism and then getting past yeah. it that made him. Yeah, made him something. That it contributed to his brilliance yeah. later on. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so what we're moving on <laughs> next to is that we're going to discuss because we noticed most of our favorite comedians, if not all. They pushed the boundaries and limits of what was considered either comedy or acceptable to talk of in public mm. at the time. Yeah. Or they had an underlying message. Yeah. So what we want to ask is that, well, first of all, what is considered pushing boundaries and limits in either what you're allowed to say or in what comedy can be? Yeah. So, see, that's that's the fine line. So you don't want to be too pushy. Or else people will be like, there'll be a massive outcry, and there'll be only a few. There might be only a few people that are like, yeah, bloody oath, you know that that's you can you like that's funny, whatever. But at, you know, at the same time, you don't want to stick to the rules and um, and and not push it at all. There's get you got you got to find that right medium. And what these what some of these com- comics that we've talked about in this podcast have done have they've they've found that exact right line they've pushed it to the exact right limit some some more than others but yeah what do you think well there's always going to be someone who's going to get offended if you cross a certain line yeah i mean like there was the the christian outcry after monty python released life of brian of course yeah of course even though they explicitly said on national television no less it's not about jesus it's about brian and People who blindly follow faith, yeah, yeah, when you know they don't even stop to consider that they might be wrong, yeah. Which in the case of Life of Brian, they were. Mm-hmm. They don't actually mock Jesus in any way. Jesus actually appears in the movie, but he's played straight by an actor. Yeah, you know, there's a nativity scene. Jesus is born, and then he's at the Sermon on the Mount preaching. You know, yeah. blessed are the meek; they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are the sorrowful; they shall find salvation or whatever yeah and it's played completely straight and then the camera zooms out yeah and then someone at all the way at the back yells speak up because they <laughs> yeah. can't hear him yeah <laughs> yeah it can be very funny yeah. but people found that offensive yeah somehow yeah and but uh, and people will always find things offensive i think yeah that's that's what comedy is though people but, need to be offended but if you're going to ask a question like what draws the line it's always going to be personal yeah, that's Sub- the thing. Subjective, yeah. not it's objective. It's always going to be subjective. You know, society follows certain trends. So now it's easier to make fun of religion than it was back when Life of Brian came out. Mm. And even then, it was more okay to make fun of it than another 40 years before Life yeah. of Brian came out. Yeah. And yeah. so, so what my line would be, right, uh, if I found something too offensive would be if um, someone was making fun of, let's say, like homosexuals or, or, or black people or something like that. But at the same time, if they do it correctly... It's entirely about the tone of it's the... It's entirely about the tone. Laugh. People, if... You can say... What, and, and that brings me back to what I said in the, in the previous podcast. If you say something um, and, and you and it it doesn't get a laugh you can say something that gets a laugh and you can say the same thing and not get a laugh it's just yeah. the way that you say it you know what i mean and that can be the difference between being offensive and not being offensive really 
course. You can say the exact same thing and be offensive and you say the exact same thing and not be offensive. It's 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 pretty it's pretty crazy. Yeah, like um well, to bring up a certain word that insults some people. Yeah. I could say the word faggot. Yeah. Okay. Well, in old English, a faggot was a block of wood that you would throw into a fire. <laughs> yeah. You know, literally throw another faggot on the fire. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's Start funny. Start the fire, bro. Yeah. Get that faggot in there. See, <laughs> that's funny. But because they understand the context of it. Yeah. Now, you know, we've explained that we're not talking about throwing homosexuals onto a bonfire. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But, um, it's... but then also currently in England to say fag, it refers to a cigarette. Yeah. You know, can I bum a fag? Mm. Mind if I borrow a cigarette? Yeah, yeah. Whereas if you were to say, can I bum a fag in the US? Yeah. They might catch an entirely different meaning. Yeah, that's right. And you can't, you can't even say, mm. like, it's... So, uh, in the previous podcast, we talked about Eddie Murphy, right? Yes. You can't You can't say that kind of the homosexual stuff now because Faggots people... are not allowed to look at yeah, my ass. because yeah. people don't think that that's right to say, right? But and, and that's saying the majority of people don't think that's right to say. Of course not. But at the same time, could you like that? That's how that's how you create change. Yeah, like I'm, absolutely. I'm, like I'm yeah. like I'm sure that Lenny Bruce, when he was doing his stuff, it's, like the majority of people would have been like, "Well, you can't say that, man." It's not. It's not. It's, you can't use the majority as a. It's not the point of saying that, hey, we should, we shouldn't, we should have no limits, mm-hmm. but it's saying, don't take the limits too far. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, but what's yeah, too far? How, that's the thing. Well, that's where this question gets hard. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, because it's always so personal. You can't convince some people of certain things. Yeah. And just at the end of the day, you have to accept that there's always going to be someone upset over what you say. Yeah. But I think that, you know, on a legal level, in terms of free speech, yep. there should be nothing allowing those few offended to shut down the ones being offensive. Okay. Because that there's... In comedy, there are lines, but in free speech, I don't believe there are any lines. Mm. Either it's all okay or none of it is. Yeah, and I think that's that's very true. And that's where you take on personal responsibility to say, I don't like what this guy's saying. I'm just going to walk away. Yeah. I might tell people not to listen to him, but I'm not going to tell him to shut up. Yeah. Because if you tell him to shut up, that gives him power. Yeah. Yeah. And it, yeah, if people aren't, if people don't like what you're saying, then they're just not going to show up to your gigs, really. Of course. And they're if, not going to watch your TV shows. But if, but if people try to actively stop you, yeah. then other people will think you might have a point. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's the thing. You've got to respect what people say. Do you have to respect what people say? No, you have to respect their right to say it, yeah. not what they say. Yeah, that's that's very really true. I will gladly call many people idiots yeah. for espousing certain opinions. However, I can't stop them from having that opinion. I can convince them, or I can try yeah. to convince them otherwise. Yeah. But at the end of the day, they're entitled to it. Yeah, and who's to say that your opinion is right, yeah. or even better than then, the other your person's yeah. opinion? Yeah, it's for a different podcast, but it's difficult to say how far I'm willing to take that in terms of, say, parents who are anti-vaccine. <laughs> yeah. Should they be allowed of their opinions to endanger their child's health? Well, that's, that's a different podcast. That's a different podcast. A different <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Well, what is it? Not... What is it? Bait? And... 
I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, <laughs> a cliffhanger. No, the not cliffhanger. It's sequel bait. Sequel bait. Sequel bait. Listen to us more. <laughs> Listen to us next time. Yeah, we'll get, we'll get way more serious later. <laughs> yeah. All right. But, okay, so some comedy does cross lines, and we've established that lines are entirely personal, but does it need to? Yes, I think it definitely has to, because then there won't be change. I think some of it has to. There always has to be someone willing to push the lines, but then we also have to have people like Seinfeld and, say, yeah. Brian Regan. And I mean, yeah, sorry, Brian yeah. Regan, it doesn't, you know, not everyone has to push the lines, but no, there has to be some people. Not, not even the majority, no. I would say, but you, ha- you always have to have someone there. You know, being the gadfly. Yeah. I'm quoting Socrates there. That's what, <laughs> that's what he thought of himself as. The gadfly basically constantly biting a horse is what he compared himself to in terms of Athenian politics yeah. back in the day. He has to be the guy there pointing out how stupid they're being so that they actually <laughs> fix their act up. Yeah. He has to annoy them so they actually function. Yeah. The gadfly. The, the gadfly. Yes. <laughs> there you go. Is that a way? Is that a good way to? Finish I like I like that metaphor. <laughs> yeah. Is that a way, good way to finish up a wreck agent or? Yeah. If anyone who's stuck through it this long is probably a sadist. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I reckon so. All right. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Um, right. If you've got <laughs> if you've got this far, very good on you. Um, we'll talk about comedy, I think, in the next... We'll have another comedy podcast. We'll have all these crazy other ones. Be more about uh, internet-based comedy, I think. Yeah, I think one. so. So, um, And, yeah, different, thing, different things. Why, why is comedy different to everyone and so forth? I wonder so. who'll listen to this shit. <laughs> My mom, maybe. <laughs> pity, to pity, like, in, in, in pity. In, in pity. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Oh, God. Thanks very much, guys. See you you next time. Yeah. (laughs)